Hello and welcome to All You Ever Wanted to Know. I am Jordan Patswold, and once a month we get an opportunity to chat with Lori Renton, who is back with us in the Rock Studios today. First off, good morning, Lori. How are you doing today? Jordan, I am so spectacular, and I'm really happy for the farmers and for us out at the lake that live at the lake to see some water happening. <laughs> <laughs> I was out at Sandy Beach last Friday, and boy, uh, could my kids, my kids who are not even uh, six years old, could just go for my <laughs> It seems like it's it's crazy out there this year. Oh, try and get a boat out there, Jordan. It's crazy. Oh, so uh, you were only you like mean. not even a block from my house. Oh, well, there you go. Darn. <laughs> oh, well, next time. You bet. Well, lots to talk about today. And uh, well, for starters, uh, let's dive into a little bit. Uh, I mean, the last couple of shows. Now, I haven't actually addressed you with LR Future Insurance and Investments. We've been mm-hmm. using the Visionary Hub as yes. a reference point for mm-hmm. who you're now working alongside and what you really got going in our community. So uh, mm-hmm. for starters, let's just go through this process of a uh, change of sorts for you and uh, what's now going on with you. That's really cool. So LR Future, yes, they still do financial work. They're still financial planning like you would not believe they're doing. Emmanuel's doing a f- fabulous job there. Um, what I've stepped more into in a bigger role now, which is what I've always loved, is money coaching. So taking people through the discovery process, which I did at LR, but I didn't do it full-fledged because I didn't have the time. Now I'm making the time to be able to go through a whole process of people's world around money and finances. And because when you think of it, Jordan, you think of you two when you got married, you know, you're young, you come from two different money backgrounds, and then you connect as a couple and then have children and you've got different money attitudes, different money beliefs. So I want to work more with that. And then adding to that, I've just, I love, I would love to bring some financial education into the workplace so that employers can start offering more real life stuff to their teams rather than just the same old, same old to do with specifically for their job. Because to me, it's about how do you become a healthy workplace? If a, if a business has, if the employees are healthy, the business is usually healthy. So it's all about the health of the people. So we go into work of personality work. We go into all areas of your life, like whether it's relationship, money, personal growth, communications. Um, We have something, Sylvia's here with me, and Sylvia does something in her mindfulness work with communication killer cards. Conversation killer cards. Like what are the things, as soon as two people connect, there's a conversation or not. (laughs) And what are some of those things that happen in a conversation that just put it dead in the water? And to have that understanding. So it's a shared a shared conversation. And at LR Future years ago, because we've just had so much fun there with the work we do, we had all those cards up on our bulletin board. So every staff meeting, every group hug helping us grow was all about what are these conversation killers? What do they look like? So everybody acknowledged them. We're all on the same page with them. Then we played a game. And it was a toonie every time you used a conversation killer. So I have to say, and I'm kind of embarrassed, but not, I was aware of the one that I was using. It was called Interruption Jordan. And it's like, holy cow, that became a common theme. So if we think of how people are with their beliefs around money, then it's like, oh my gosh, where are those beliefs coming from? Why am I thinking that way? Why do I believe I can't afford that? Why do I believe that that's too much for me to even think of owning or having? Where does that come from? 
Mm. So yeah. it's it's a it's a lot of like whole you work, which is the discovery process. Takes you through the whole process. Yeah, it puts budgeting in there, and you know we don't like the word budgeting. We call it cash flow planning. How do we find out where cash is leaking? Where there could maybe be a little bit more abundant cash because of choices and decisions that you're making. Well, uh, like you said, you brought a lot of familiar faces over to the hub with you from LR mm -hmm. and literally next door because it's only at 5 Broadway Street West <laughs> rather than 7 Broadway Street West. Uh, you alluded to Sylvia also being here, one of those faces now mm -hmm. uh, joining you over into the hub. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the hub, Lori, in that uh, you mentioned uh, some of the things and ideas behind it all, mm -hmm. but hub actually stands for something as well. You know what? The visionary hub stands for... Um, Oh, I was going to go <laughs> helping us grow just like our group hug at LR. Hub is happiness, understanding, and balance. Mm -hmm. How do you shift the story of your life if, if where you are isn't where you want to be or isn't where you like to be? How do you shift that? And what are the things you need to look at? Because there's a lot of areas in our lives that are all interconnected. As I said, you know, whether it's our health, mental, physical, emotional health, whether it's relationships, family, friends, people we hang out with, money, um, community involvement, personal growth, or communication. We have about nine areas we work with. And when you bring them together and you really fill out the spokes on the wheel in that circle, you sometimes see how off balance things are and you go oh my gosh and I was a I don't believe in you know the education system school and I know your wife's a teacher it's like you got to give a kid a mark right well math you're way down but English you're way up well right away it's like well how come you're so far down on that those are two different ways of thinking in the brain that that will take you to the gifts and the passions that you want to do later in life there's no doubt about it but to actually go man, this kid could be a, an, an enormous writer. He could be a publisher. He could be this stuff. But he's grilled down to you need to learn math because you need to know this stuff. So this is a more whole you dynamics to life. Well, and like you alluded to a bit earlier, if you can take this into a workplace too and provide it as an opportunity for employees mm. to learn something, uh, now that the financial specific thing is taken away from it, I mean, now you can get more into talking to people as a group because you're not necessarily wondering about specific numbers and how much you'd like to invest in this amount and this sort of thing. It can be a lot more a general and I, I think it's a really neat idea being able to uh, go right into a workplace because I mean the reality is I know for myself a lot of the time I feel like I get home from work and I almost don't want to do anything right I don't want to leave the house and sure some of the circumstances of the year have kind of contributed to that and everything that's gone along with that but uh, to have then an opportunity that where I uh, hey uh, spend a part of that work month, if you will, to mm -hmm. dedicate some time to, mm -hmm. you know, including this as part of the job, well, yeah. then it might be more well received for some people, uh, rather than then having to spend time above and beyond their workplace and their jobs, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, to have to do it, because well, there might be some resistance in that way. Exactly, mm -hmm. Jordan, because you're right, you put in an eight hour day, and then you go home to your kids, and you want to be attentive, and you want to be that family person and spend time with the kids, but you're going like, get out of here, I got to get on a computer, because I got to learn some financial stuff. 
but it's total personal growth because it all interlinks and becomes hand in hand. So one of my staff, I remember when we did our group hugs and it was all about your personality, how does it respond to money, all these different things. And I said to one of my staff one day, I said, so how do you feel this in your life? Is it impacting your job? And are you seeing that you're She goes, I love my job. I love working here because of all this growth. But she says, wow, has all this stuff I'm doing at my job and in this business ever helping me at home in my relationships with my partner? And that made my heart sing because when we can be making that difference as an employer within a workplace and then our people are going home and they're having a better life at home because they're not stressed in the workplace, they're learning how to cope, they're learning different tools to, to, to be a better person. Well, and also, too, in the workplace setting, too, if others are contributing, co-workers, uh, there might be a good example of a reference point of why someone thinks a certain way, why other people look at money just a little bit mm-hmm. differently than other. It does certainly open then up to different uh, opinions or beliefs and then hearing different more uh, reference points of where other people are coming from in terms of what they think about when they are talking about certain things about money or savings or spending or things like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It's totally in the conversation. So when we get together and we sit at a round table as a staff meeting and there's different personalities at the table and they're sharing, you're going, oh, that's how you, oh, that's how that works around money. And that's why it's very important. I mean, I did my training in 2011 with the Enneagram, but then I linked to Margaret Smith who is, she's a financial planner, she's been head of Yale, like she was top of her class in Yale and stuff like that. So she's a real academic, but she gets that money is a whole you concept. So her and I've been doing work together and her book is Money from Fear to Love because a lot of people live in scarcity around money rather than, you know, love. And I'm using the word love, which sounds corny, talking about money with love, not the love of money, but love just coming from a place of love, not the love of money. And how impactful that is on people. I'm doing some, we're doing some masterminds and Sylvia will talk about it in a minute. But one of the ones I want to do is happy money. Ken Honda's from Japan. He tells his life story about his dad and different things. And he says, happy money, arigato. So arigato, as we have a sushi place in Yorkton, means thank you in Japanese. So it's like, no matter what you're doing with money, Say arigato or thank you or whatever language and whatever word you want, but say thank you. Pay that power bill. And don't go, oh, I got another stupid power bill to pay. Pay it and say arigato and be grateful that we have power and that we were supplied that power. And when you shift that mindset, holy cow, do things start to flow. I've never, it's hard for me because I've never really had a negative ever mindset around money. But I'm just looking at people with high debt stress, and it says 29% of them suffer fear, uh, severe anxiety. They have severe depression. They have migraine headaches. Like people don't realize, but your physicality and things going on in you is linked. Maybe it's stress. But like Wayne Dyer said, one of my favorite people, he passed away now, but Wayne Dyer had a lady come on his show one day, and she's going, <gasps> And this, this sounds funny, but I mean, people get into that, right? And he goes, whoa, bring me some of that. I want you to bring me a bucket of that stress. He stopped her dead in her tracks and she's going like, how do I bring you a bucket of stress? Because how does stress come on, Jordan? Do you think someone gives it to you or do you take it on? Hmm. It's how we react, right? So when it says here that 
45% of employees feel that their level of financial stress today is high to overwhelming. This was the stats before COVID. Can you imagine now? Um, they cited money as 61% cited money as their number one stressor and 52% of them indicated distress over financial matters contributed to irritability, anger, fatigue, and sleeplessness. Well, who the heck wants that? Well, and all of it contributing to unproductive employees, potentially. It, exactly. And that's what it comes down to, unproductive. So I often say companies often are all about the P-O-R-F-I-T, the profit, the money. It's time we implement the P-R-O-F-I-T, yes, because we got to run business, but what about the P-R-O-P-H-E-T and bringing it back to our people and being of service, not just of profit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Again, all you ever wanted to know today, Lori Renton with the Visionary Hub and Sylvia Henheffer also here. Now, let's also just mention what is it then that uh, you're, I guess, offering to businesses, Lori? Is it going to be like a series of workshops? Is it a weekend? Is it a week of sessions? What does this ultimately all look like? That is exactly what we're designing right now, Jordan. And thank you for that wonderful question. So any of you business owners that are listening out there or people that work in in as employees, really pay attention because we're looking at basically, you know, going in maybe once a week, spending some time. It'll all depend because what we're going to do is we'll sit down with the owners or the owner, the CEO, the head person, whoever that be, they need to be on the page with it. And we'll sit down with them and say, what does it look like in your company doing this? So if you have 20 people staff, we could go in three different times and deal with less people, or we could come in and do one or we can bring them down to the hub factor, let them get a release from their workspace, come down to the hub, visionary hub and do the hub factor with us. It's a process that we've created, Sylvia and I, and it's really takes people through, there's four dimensions to a human being. There's the inner you, and it's all to do with values, conversations, and communication around a question that you may have. So it would be kind of fun to have employees sit at that table and go through a process because it's It's unbelievable when you go through this process and you see, oh, your highest value is freedom around a question around money. Well, what does that look like for you? What do you mean by freedom? And it gets them talking about it. And then as they tell you their story, then we go, are you open to feedback from others? So you're getting different points of view. And they're going, never even thought of that. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, I can hire someone to do that for 15 bucks an hour and I can go out and do what I do well. You know, like it's amazing the stuff that has come up. We've had nurses, we've had healthcare professionals, we've had people that want to become entrepreneurs because we do a program called Design Your Ideal Job. So that could be, Jordan, design your ideal job, but design it within where you already are. Because what's the shift you need to make in your life to design the ideal job where you're already working? Yeah. Well, how do you stop, I guess, uh, or stomp on uh, maybe the fears of some of the the old school CEOs who are like, I I don't want my employees talking about uh, money with each other. Uh, Mm -hmm. I guess, how do you relieve those fears of some of those maybe the the old school CEOs Uh, of the world that exist out there? Is it a little tricky sometimes? You know what? It's kind of funny you say that the old style or old boys club, whatever that that word is. I wasn't sure how I was going to word it there. Yeah, this just (laughs) isn't for you old boys out there. It's an attitude. 
they just happen to call it old boys club, right? But it's an attitude. And that does have to shift and it'll shift slowly because what we're doing at the Visionary Hub is so new paradigm. And I said, like, I, I'm speaking at a conference coming up and, you know, I said, one, the guy that's the map maker and the work, the work that we do, he's so new paradigm. And he goes, Laura, you're kind of doing this stuff and your talk is a bit linear. And I go, I'm sorry, we're still in an old paradigm going into a new paradigm so you kind of have to balance it so that's what i did in my talk to to do a slight introduction into the new paradigm models which really up is opening up humanity because work we see it already with COVID. they said on the news today people do not want to go back into an eight hour a day job in a building somewhere they don't want to do that and they're not going to put up with it so what are employers the old school people out there how can you shift your mindset because i've seen people in town bring in Someone from America paying them $50,000 to do training with their team, but they're not involved in the training. Like, if you're willing to bring someone like that in there, please be willing as the steward of your ship to be part of it because you're the one holding the vision and don't you want that beautiful team of people around you to come along with that vision for you for and sure. with you. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. So we build what's called a synergy map. And it's basically, there's the inner you and outer you, then there's the inner group and the outer group. So the inner group is synergistic. And there's a map that we create, and it has values on it. And what does that value look in each of those locations within an organization? And really, it's powerful. And you know, sometimes we're afraid to lose someone, but sometimes, you know what? People just have to go and leave a position because we know one rotten apple can do what to a whole box of apples, Jordan? Mm, yeah, spoil you know? them all. That's right. <laughs> so you might think, oh, we can't do without them, but you go through this system, and sometimes they just weed out themselves. You don't have to go through the, I'm firing you, get out of here. Let them go on their merry way. Interesting, for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Sylvia, tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, with part of these presentations, uh, your role. Are you leading some of the, I guess, presentations, working alongside Lori? Uh, just talk a little bit about uh, your role or maybe some of the themes that you present when you talk to people. For sure. So um, at the Visionary Hub, as Lori had said, we have the Hub Factor. And we actually meet every Tuesday at, say, 9.15 to 11.00. And we welcome anybody that is interested or wants to learn more to really come and engage with us. But Lori and I are our partners and we work really well together and we develop all these um, courses and online training and education and we work just really well together. And we have actually a young summer student that is on board with us and does a lot of um, social media and PR work and the brainstorming that the three of us do is incredible what we come up with and so yeah so my, my part of the visionary hub is everybody says I bring a lot of balance to it mm -hmm. so um, I work with people that say have a lot of stress or anxiety and I work with them on bringing a bit more balance to their life, so releasing some of that stress and anxiety. And, you know, just bringing more even-toned and happiness to their lives. So Definitely. that's, yeah, that's kind of my part, my, my role in there. But we... If I can share something, Sylvia, I just want to add this to it because she is magnificent because her personality, number one, is the peacemaker. 
Number two is it's almost like we did a call with my coach one time. He's in Denmark and we did what's called the Ikigai, Japanese again. And it's what's your reason for being? Not what do you do for a living? What's your reason for being? And he described Sylvia. It was beautiful. He said she's like the wave, the calm in the big waves. And you know me, how hyper I am and how excited (laughs) I can get. She calms me unbelievable. So she just has a presence about her with mindfulness that is amazing. And it's a big part of the whole visionary hub and how we bring that to people's lives. Yeah. Sorry, Sylvia, I just have to, yes. (laughs) Well, let's talk a a little bit about that uh, summer student, though, too, because, Lori, uh, you were mentioning that at the Hub, uh, some big plans for the summer. What do you have going on for the the younger crowd? Well, and Sylvia will be able to give a little more details on it, but I'm just going to just say, like, as an entrepreneur starting my business in 1994, knowing when I was nine years old, Jordan did, I didn't think I was going to work for anybody. I just didn't know what the heck I'd be doing. Um... This young lady has an amazing story to tell, and it's on our Facebook. I don't know if you know Larry Hillworth, used to run Maple Farm. Sure. So Larry, she calls him Uncle Larry, good mm-hmm. family friend, and her dad, Jason. He, They were at a trade show when she was a little girl, and Uncle Larry said, I'll give you a toonie, whatever it was at the time. I think it was a toonie for every Barbie doll, every John Deere Barbie doll you sell. And guess what? She sold all of them. They could have ordered a ton more because she got out there. So she almost has a similar story as a 20-year-old going, when I was young, I knew one day I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I was good at that and it was so much fun. So just recently she came on as a summer student, Kaylee Popwich. She's going to business school and she really wants to do PR and marketing. So we found online a a Barbie doll, a John Deere Barbie doll, and we presented it to her the other day. Well, she goes, I'm not emotional. I'm not going to cry. But you could see her her eyes tear up because it brought on so many fond memories. So that's our summer student. How exciting is that at the Hub? And one of her things will be camp uh, for kids, essentially. Absolutely, yes. We are so excited. So we have a couple of women, other women that are on board with us at the Visionary Hub. And... um, we have come up with a fantastic opportunity for kids. So the ages are 8 to 12, sure. boys and girls, and they will actually um, create a business. Oh, so awesome. the camp is actually called Visionator Entrepreneur Kids Camp. And it's held July 12th to the 16th, and it's from 9 to 4, Monday to Thursday, and then Friday is half a day. And you can find all the information online at our Facebook page. And we have an event page created as well. And you can register online. But there's so much happening. So we're, we're bringing um, some local entrepreneurs in to speak to the kids. We have um, activities, daily activities. They will be actually creating, um, selecting different options that they will create as a business and then we they will be able to showcase their um, product and sell it and just go the, through the whole process. So it's fabulous and there's um, some discounted costs on right now. So if you're at least interested and want to learn more, you can call us or you can send us an email. What's the phone number? The phone number is 306-316-316. 8482 or message us on Facebook and we can send you more information. The Visionary Hub the on vi- Facebook. Right, yeah. The Visionary Hub 
And um, yeah, stay tuned because there's a lot more exciting things happening. Well, as long as you also teach the kids how to claim that as an expense Ig- as well. <laughs> and uh, they're good to go. Well, you know what, Jordan? Exactly. It's going to be fun because we're going to have fun money. But because if we can put the word fun with money, doesn't that mm-hmm. give it a bit of a context? It's so if we can fun. have fun money, we're going to have like a, um, a lumber, a hardware store. We're going to have a craft store already created. Okay. So that the kids have to come and they go, oh, they've decided they're making bird houses, houses or they're yeah. deciding they're doing this. Then they know where they have to go to buy the stuff and they're going to go, oh, it's going to cost us this much for uh, to build a bird feeder. What can we sell it for and what's that going to look like? And then we want them to think of really giving money, some money back. Just like the junior achievement at the regional high school that they sure. do for the high school similar. kids. Because yeah. yeah. I've been involved in it and, and Sylvia has been my sidekick at LR where we've gone and we've been judges and we've spoken to the class and stuff. So it's been unbelievable to see what these kids create. And I mean, yeah, they're not kids anymore. I know they're grade 11 and 12, but what they create is dynamic. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you're dealing with lumber, watch out. These kids are going to be millionaires. Lori, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. time flies by on us. Uh, but before we wrap things up uh, for today, I also want to make reference to, uh, you You also alluded to it a bit beforehand, a uh, conference that uh, you'll be uh, guest speaking. Um, what exactly will be your role for so this? So the conference, I'm a member and I've been a member for many years since I've been in financial services with the Age Friendly Business Academy. Mm-hmm. So I'm a certified consultant on aging. And, but the aging is 50 plus, so it's not even that old, and it's a big target out there. So Rhonda Luttrell, who owns that, in Ca- the Canadian, she's doing a, a seminar or a weekend workshop, and she asked me to be a guest speaker. And it's called The Wave of Leadership from success to significance. And what was cool, I was telling Sylvia, is John Asaroff, who is in the book, The Secret, he's on the stage. I mean, we're not on the stage, literally, we're on Zoom. But how exciting is that? So we had to pre-record and it was a really good experience for me. Because even when she said, what do you charge for public speaking? I went, uh, the, 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 I don't really public speak. And then, but I, so I just said, I would love to do this with your organization because I think what you're doing is amazing. I get this beautiful box in the mail and it's got an Anukshuk. Her husband makes it out of real stone. Mm, Two of them, they were gorgeous. Well, that would have been worth way more than what money could do. So yeah, that's coming up in June 21st, 22nd, 23rd, I believe. And it's mostly going to be financial advisor, healthcare professionals, you know, consultants on aging type. So it's going to be fun for me to actually participate in something like that. I'm really excited. And I know our map makers from Vancouver as well. And Elijah said to me one day, he says, Lori, I always thought this new paradigm inflow matrix mapping system was going to go out through British Columbia. And here's four women in Saskatchewan that are taking it out to the world. So we're pretty proud to be from Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Excellent. Well, uh, looking forward to, again, uh, learning more with you over the coming months and all the best with these events, too, that are coming up uh, for people to check out. They can just reach out to the Visionary Hub right next door to the old stomping grounds at LR Future, (laughs) 5 Broadway Street West. Thanks, Lori. Thanks, Sylvia. Have a great day. And thank you. Thanks, Jordan. It's always a pleasure. All you ever wanted to know on The Rock 98.5. Until next time, have yourself a wonderful day and be blessed.